Welcome to Being You 365. My name is Sandra Troutman, and I will be your host on this epic journey of exploring who you are 365 days of the year. The purpose of this podcast is to start a dialogue on being you. Welcome to Being You 365. My name is Sandra Troutman, and I am your host. For episode six, we're going to talk about race in America. The concept of racism is a conversation of power, privilege, and opportunity. When the opportunity presents itself and someone has power over you, they may exert their force on you, and through their privilege, they may or may not be accountable for their actions towards you. Racism in America is a conversation of bias towards typically black people, specifically black men, and it's an exhausting conversation. We are tired of it. In one week, we've seen three separate acts of racism, racist behavior, racist tendencies, and privilege. And in every event, a black man was victimized. When racism ears its ugly head, we have to act. Privilege is the ability to decide whether you want to act or not to act. Black men do not have that privilege to decide. Typically, the decision is forced upon them. They're in reactionary mode. Will I live or will I die? We tell our sons is to keep quiet. Don't resist arrest. Pull your pants up. Cut your hair down. Look respectable, look presentable. Don't stand out. We are dumbing down our sons so that they can look more acceptable in a world that will never accept them. We will never be the American that we need to be with the cancer called racism. Racism is a cancer. It will continue to eat away at the fabric of this society because it's not addressed. When you have cancer, you go to chemo and it kills the cancer cells. Racism is a harder cancer to kill. There is no chemo for racism. Hatred is the cancer that's eating away at our humanity. In America, racism is the cancer eating away at our black lives. Where do we go from here? How do we heal? when we continuously are bombarded with images of people hurting our brothers, our fathers, our husbands, our sons. How do we trust? How do we live in a society where you never know that if the next interaction with a police officer will be the last? 
We want to trust. We need to trust. But the data tells us, the data shows us that we need cameras because <laughs> we can't trust. People will lie. So we need surveillance cameras in every corner. Body cams that cannot be shut off. We live in a society where surveillance is going to protect us because people will not do the right thing all the time. We need a level of trust that when my son is stopped, he will survive and come home in the same state that he left. We need to trust that the color blue doesn't equate the color red for our black boys, our men. How do we trust a broken system, a broken justice system? We have to hold each other accountable. We need to be great. We need to be better. We need to do better. We have to love ourselves. You can't force society to love you, but know your worth. Because there is a different level of accountability when there is an interaction between a police officer and a black person and a police officer and a white person. This, it has to stop. When a crime is committed, they should both be handled in the same way. But continuously and repeatedly, we are seeing that the interaction between black people and others are not the same. This is exhausting. We cannot continuously do this. I have to have conversations with my son. All black mothers fear this conversation with our sons that one day your life may be taken because someone feared you. The topic of race is not a complicated topic. It's a topic of humanity. Do you value the life of a black person in the same way that you value the life of a white person? Being you, how do we say to a black boy, you matter? Last week, I had a wonderful conversation with Jamika about her book, You Matter. And in that book, she talked about feelings of not being accepted, feelings of not being part of the group. And that's exactly what we do to black men every day. We ostracize them, we victimize them, and we villainize them. There is a target on a black man's back. There is a target on my son's back. There is a target on my husband's back. There is a target on my cousin's, on my father's back. And we need to remove that target. We as society need to remove that target. When we tell our black boys that you are loved, that you are valued, that you are important to us, we need to hold them dear and say it repeatedly because there are elements in this society they will tell them that they are nothing. Our immediate response is emotional. Then the logic kicks in, in terms of, will there be accountability? Will there be justice? Will there be a platform where we see all of the things going on in the trial? We have to think about the families.
the victims? How are they coping when they see their loved ones being stepped on, shot? We need to do better as a society. We need to do better. There must be a change. We should all take a stand and be more vocal in any way that you can. What that looks like for you can be very different. For me, being active is using my platform, is talking to my son, is making sure that his teachers know that he is part of a loving family. America, wake up. People have become emboldened to show you that they are comfortable with their hate. And that's because we live in a society where there's no accountability. They get off. America, wake up. We have to look for justice. We have to call for justice. And we have to hold ourselves accountable. Have conversations with your coworkers. Have conversations with your classmates. Have conversations with your family members. And talk about this, why this is not OK. Racism is not OK. Preferences is good for food. Racism is not okay. Racism is that tumor in America that is keeping us from being the best that we can be. America, wake up. America will never be great when it despises its own. America will never be great until it appreciates diversity and acknowledges the fact that we are still broken. Racism is the tumor at the core of America that keeps us from being great. In Sidney Poitier's book, The Measure of a Man, he talked about an actor that he saw, how she mesmerized the audience, she took command of the stage, and in each personality switch, she convinced the audience of who she was. He was totally immersed in her performance. When we looked at those videos, we were totally immersed in that performance. Those videos told us a story of hate, of inhumanity, of injustice. We could change that, but only after justice. We saw images that broke our hearts, that caused us to be enraged, but that does not have to be the end. Ahmaud Avery needs justice. George Floyd needs justice. Sidney Poitier went on to say in his book, the more civilized the society becomes, the more humane it becomes. The more it can see its own humanity, the more it sees the ways in which it's being inhumane. It gets wisdom. When we become more humane, we understand the difference between law and order and brutality and hate. Where's the compassion? When we look at your storyline, what will we see? Let's work to be better tomorrow than we are today. We can do much better than what we've seen. This does not have to be the end. It could be our new beginning for justice. Thank you once again for listening to Being You 365. My name is Sandra Troutman. I am your host. And let's change our storylines together.